Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. Good morning, sunshine. June 30, 2020. You're listening to Good Morning, Amigo on Sirius XM. Slam Radio 145. Had a good time yesterday. Immediate shout out to my boy here, Frank, who uh, basically took the project on like a true engineer. And um, it's the <laughs> when you hear serious feedback and say this is the best Zoom session, Zoom event, Zoom thing we have done during these four months. Little old slam radio put that into effect. Um, That's pretty cool. I didn't know all that. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't think it's sunk in yet. Confirmed like how by two people already. Yes. And I'm going to obviously reach out to the superiors, a mothership. Because, you know, I am, the, I, am the, I am the rep for mothership, so to speak. They love me, boy. <laughs> Because they don't want to run this like a real radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, a spot where kids record. No. Uh-uh. Which is probably what they thought it was going to be originally. Yeah, they didn't think. They never in a million years imagined this. Now the potential of other stuff happening in this studio have, has opened up. Fortunately, that means a little more work for both of us. But uh, it is what it is. It'll pay off in the long run. It is. I'm doing some stuff over the summer to prepare me for the potential of coming in here with Laz on Saturdays every so often to... Uh, do his th- what is the three hundred five in the mix? Or? Live in the three. Live in the three hundred five in the mix, which is highly popular show that he has on Saturday mornings, on uh, on Sirius XM's Globalization. Which, by the way, happy fifth anniversary to Globalization. Yesterday we celebrated that here, but on the airwaves of Globalization, um, as kind of did a, a fan Zoom meeting celebration of the anniversary. Obviously, Chico was here. He calls him Chico. Nobody's using that mic for a while. I'm going to rope it. Um, that one right there? That one right there. It's yeah, going to be roped gonna, off. I'm going to rope it off. We're going to put probably the little well, pitbull uh, bobblehead in the middle and rope I it off. I might go get the pitbull hop. Yes. I think that's a good idea. I'm going to go find some yellow tape at um and at that, that mic. Around the chair. Around the chair and everything. It's like, you know, well, since we're social distancing, there's, you know, 50% occupancy. You, that one, at least for the next few weeks. They I didn't even change the position. Near. I didn't even change the position of the mic. Oh, so it hasn't been touched. It since. hasn't been touched. Okay, so yeah, we're going to definitely not touch this. Um, yeah, it finally happened. Um, ACP came through and actually came on our microphones. Yet to come on our airwaves. We're almost there. We're inching there. Um, what a satisfaction moment for me when he looks at me and says, Wait, oh, you really... You guys really put this thing together. Look at this thing. Okay. And no had no idea. I don't think any of them. Well, we loved Sirius's face. Well, he's come by a couple times he and know he's that seen it, stopped. but he didn't realize the quality of it. He didn't understand. It looked like a table. Looked like you know, mm-hmm. He didn't understand. And rightfully so. DJ Phenom, which is uh, DJ City, Edwin Phenom, who runs Globalization. He's known this. We've gone over. Like, he's part of the group that we put together. Okay, let me look at this. Like, him, Laz, a bunch of people in the business that are doing bigger things, obviously, to make sure the little mothership's doing good. 
and but they hadn't really put that attention to it. So I'm thinking they came wondering, well, let's see what we can do. Because they've always begrudgingly wanted to use it. I'm like, guys, uh, you have this here. Yeah, yeah, we know. And they never <laughs> The situation warranted having to do this. And now they were like, well, wait a minute. What does that one say? Well, now we had to see it. Now that we've seen it, now we know. And it is, uh, it was fun. It was fun working with them yesterday. It was fun doing that. That's one of those things that, like last night I was sitting on the couch. I go, did that really? Like, I didn't make much of it leading up to it, so I because I didn't want to. And like, I just thought they were gonna come to go. We're gonna sit here. And watch. Um, that really just happened. Like, did that really? That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, you know, even Laz, like Laz has come in here. That's not the first time Laz has sat here and, and no. broadcast. So you know, this is more Laz's home. But this is the house. You know, you know, Yankee Stadium's the house that Ruth built. You know, Slam Radio's the house Pitbull built. And then straight up, the house that Pitbull built. Right. Even Laz has come and he's broadcasted. He did a, sh- a special that we did with him uh, not that long ago. But he understood that we just did our recordings. Like, he didn't realize that we were able to, we're going to be able to integrate the way that, 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 like, it's going to make it so much easier for him to come and do th- shows here than it would wherever, the, wherever he does the can't, other show. Uh, can't let the show go another five seconds without giving a shout out to Richard Orizondo, the crew over at True Pixel, who, I time and time again give them credit, and we, you know it can't be too big, but we need to find a little corner somewhere, whether it's right under here or you know up there. We want to save it for some pretty cool stuff. I might put it down. I thought about it the other day that this was like we might remove some of this, but I think right down here, I think it's a perfect place mm. um, to put their beautiful logo. They helped us build this. Uh, they helped us put this together. They pretty much um, not on the construction end. Construction end, obviously, you know, that's the gang that puts the school together. Um, Building it from a technology standpoint, building it from let's get the audio we need in here, let's get the microphones, this is the equipment we need, this is how we're going to run the cables, uh, everything. And and it's a hybrid environment. It's not your typical radio station. Your normal radio station's analog. And they're making changes because over the years things have changed. This is built out as of a, you know, a 2017 spec which with all due respect takes into consideration the internet, video cameras, everything that was on display yesterday that most studios basically do not have. In a very Oakland A's moneyballish fashion, we put together a studio because obviously we did not spend million dollars on the studio. It's state of the art, you can use those words, but the price wasn't state of the art. And that's what we have. We went from setting up a camera on the table. Remember that? We went from the first up. meeting was we'll put the camera on the table, and, and you're like, no, nah, man. I'm like, guys, we have this thing called the, well, look, look, look for yourself. And we show them the video switcher that we have, um, which is top of the line. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Well, then how many? And then they started out. That first meeting was hysterical. It was an hour and a half of them asking us questions. It was phenomenal. Then even still it didn't add up, but that's of course MacGyver hadn't gone to work yet. Hmm. MacGyver went home, his wheels were spinning, and he said to himself, self, we've got to do something here to make this a magnificent broadcast. I mean, we can just do what we do. But even, and it's so funny because the only thing I can take credit for other than hiring you is the fact that weeks ago we started to, I started saying, yo, let's get the video stuff up. And before I even thought about it again, you were already... 50% into, hey, did you know? Hey, did you know? Hey, did you know? And you dove in like we always do. And um, 
had this happened eight weeks ago, it might not have looked as good. <laughs> Thank you. I always forget who that is. That's Lauren, isn't it? Yeah, it's Lauren. <laughs> it's just so new. We got to get in touch with her. So yesterday was a, a resounding success. Um, and I was pretty impressed. I really was. I, I, I saw the faces. I saw everybody's uh, reaction around here. And I thought it was pretty pretty cool. I thought it was what it was. And um, I got a mention from Laz on your comments. I'd say it. My day was done. It was good. Good. Bro, man. I can't. I don't know. I'll do it off break. I don't want to be a fanboy. Oh. I don't want to be a fanboy. Bro, dude, I've been listening to Laz's music since I was in fifth grade. <laughs> I had Journey into Bass in sixth grade. One of my, I, th I think it was like in summer school in sixth grade, and we had to do like some sort of a song presentation. Journey into Bass was my song. Uh, pre you uh, like that song, huh? Um, as, uh, bro, I know a lot of, like the way I am with Eminem lyrics, there's a lot of DJ Laz songs that I know like that. You know, like his last album was called Category 5 or Category 6. Yeah, Category 6, because then I named my fantasy football team Category, Category 7, 7 in Ode to DJ Laz. Um, yeah, so it's kind of cool the fact that now we've been working together a couple times and now he knows me on a first name basis. So yeah, this was pretty cool. And then yesterday when we were walking out, you have uh, Pitt and DJ Laz together. They lower the window, they start talking to us, and I'm just like, this is stupid, bro. Like, are you kidding me? This is pretty cool. <laughs> a fanboy moment. Yeah, okay, so you did have a fanboy moment. No, it's cool having them around. Um... Certainly, our relationship with Laz has flourished um, here at Slam Radio. I've known Slam. I've known Slam. I've known Laz. Hmm, mid '80s, mid to late '80s. Um, but you know, there's people in Miami that you know, but you don't know, know like hang with. So, I had a crew of friends that were part of DJs that were like part of that whole circle of back in the day. That's why James C. Jamming Johnny the way he is with me because he remembers me from back then. Because I used to be with them, but I wasn't a DJ. It's just kind of weird. I just hung out with these people and you know went to school with some of them. Um, and then over the years, like I would run in the last, and the last would recognize me. This was even before I was on radio. Once I got on radio, then Laz got really you know. Then him and I, our relationship started to to kind of blossom a little more. And 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 at that point in time, that's. You know, where you get an opportunity like this is a lot different than just knowing somebody from the hood. Mm -hmm. um, Armando said something yesterday that was so pitbull, but at the same time, I mean, it was just, he said two things that flipped me out. He used the word law of attractions, which I've, I don't know why lately that's been my thing. Um, and it was in response to me telling him about you. Um, it was, I felt like it was, a, we've made fun of it, but I felt like it was a perfect opportunity because they hadn't heard it. I don't even think Lazarus. I go, hey, you know, you know this guy's story, you know, and and just kind of giving you props about you scratching claws to get your way up here. I walked away. Were you able to get that story in? Briefly, but I got it in, and immediately Pitt turns to me. I don't think you know this. No. And that's where he used the term law of attractions. Is where he said he goes, "Isn't that the way it's supposed to be?" He goes, "We're all supposed to be together like this anyway." He goes, "That's the that's the one we want here. You know, that's how that's what we want. The guy that works like that." So we're supposed to be here like this. So wow. he's always thrown that, and he's he's so cordial. He's wonderful with me. I wow. will forever be indebted to him, you know, because of the stamp of approval he put on me when they were looking at me. So uh, that's, that's why we went the extra mile. Because I think anybody, like, yeah, 
we kind of went there. Like you went the extra mile. We put things together. I said, "What do you need? What do you need?" What it was an need? opportunity to me to finally be able to work with Pitt, you know. And so it was, it's different him coming by and him saying what's up, but. To be part of a broadcast with him, I was like, yo, I wanted to be a part of it. So that's why I said, yo, let's do it. Let's be honest. Like, we've been I'm bitching and moaning, but we were like, man, when are they going to come through, man? We've been here a year and a half. I haven't seen them. I've seen last once. You know, that's that, why we're here today. Yeah. And not just today, but always. Always. Like, you know what I mean? But I love the fact that last, like, okay, I think we need to do <laughs> I'm the 305 here. Like, I... That has me stoked. By the way, that show is so good that you were talking about it before, but you zipped through it, so I didn't have a chance to say it. That show is so good that I do my normal Cuban breakfast um, bakery runs on Saturday mornings. And I used to leave at 9 o'clock, 9.30. So by the time that I got home, it was just about 10 o'clock, and that show just started. I rearranged my entire schedule in the morning on Saturdays just to make sure that I'm in my car by at least 10, 15, so I can enjoy in the it all car. the way through 11 o'clock. It's better in the car. Oh, yeah. It's always better in the car for some reason. Strange. Mm. Yeah, it's a dynamite, one-of-a-kind show. So something went through my mind yesterday. Did you send him the mixes? No, I have to do that. Oh! No, I have to do that. I have to do that today. The visual in my mind yesterday was as him and Pitbull drove off, I was like, he said that he pops them in the car and listens. Yeah, to but them. listen, but there would have been no way for him doing that. That's why I didn't do it yesterday because remember, I had to send it through that link and you can't download them just like that right away. You can view them from there. Did you know that? No. I go to the email, that's how I listen to it. I go, and instead of download, I choose view, and you can hear it. Uh, we had already packed up by the time. You're so. good, bro. I'm just making fun of you. But honestly, the first thing went to my mind is like, oh, no. He's listening to these mixes with people in the car. No. <laughs> no, no. You're safe. You're safe. No. I did you a favor then. Oh, no. They're not that good. <laughs> I did you a favor then. I um, am excited about you know, some of the things and the interactions we're going to have moving forward with globalization. Uh, and some of our students are going to get a real true feel for uh, what we're going to do, DJ workshops. Um, we're not opening it up outside the school, so it's the kids that won't go to school here. So the ones that are curious, gee, I wonder, our very station manager, our station general manager, Idana, has been dying. Mm -hmm. So she's going to be happy. She'll be first in line here to do it. Not just the kids are interested. Uh, well, I think some of the adults are going to be interested, too. Right? These adults are interested. You know, these two adults are very interested as we continue to work on our craft on that. Um, but it just feels like all of a sudden a lot of stuff comes together. So I don't want to make any promises that I can't keep, write any checks I can't cash. But the truth of the matter is, is at some point this summer, um, we're going to be on and off the air, you know, for a little bit. Not, not much. We're going to try to keep it as consistent as possible. There's not a lot to talk about. And it's been a complaint of mine for the last few weeks. And then, you know, if you even have a twinge of creativity in your in your body, and, and you're a technical guy, and while you have creativity towards sound, the truth of the matter is the job of making this show sound funny, good, entertaining, basically is mine. And I want you make fun of how often I change my mind on things, but we've been in a format for a while now, a very similar format. We've only tweaked it once or twice. And then we chopped off what was used to be a five-hour show. We chopped off the bottom hour. Thank God. Um, I wouldn't chop any time off of it, but I certainly want to change how we do business in the mornings and you're in the car listening to this show. And when you hear DJ Laz hosting a show and you hear that kind of interaction, I think we have great interaction, you and I. Yes, I agree. But it's tough to go four hours just talking shit. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> It's tough. Um, 
So we, meaning you and I, but mostly me, and then me asking you, what do you think? That's how this usually works on this side of the bed. Because when it's on the technical side, you let me know what you've done, and I just nod yes, right? That's, <laughs> I rarely give you any restrictions. I, you'll ask me sometimes, what is it you need? And I go, well, what's the easiast thing for you? Like, isn't that yeah. usually my answer? Well, yeah. what makes it easiest for you? We and just you, did that roll, about five minutes ago. And you roll your eyes sometimes because it's, no, I want to do what you need to do. So I'll tell you all the time, man. When I want it a certain way, you're going to have to bite the bullet because I always, 99 out of times, whatever's easiest for you. I'm mm -hmm. pretty easy going, but when this Virgo says, I need the pen in a 47-degree angle. I still try to well, negotiate around it. You do. But, but, you but, I know, but I know when you're, because I know how far it can go until you're really serious and you want it that way, and I just lay off. So this is one of that one percenters, I, and the show's going to sound different soon. That falls on me, and there's some tidying up that we're doing around here. In the physical nature of the station, uh, the programming nature of the station, and then it's going to come to the programming nature of Good Morning and on what you hear in the air. Let's ride! Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to ride. We, we've got to uptick what goes on here. Um, that falls on me. So I can't wait to do that on the other side. We'll talk some stuff. Are you, is it, am I the only one having trouble getting in my, no, I'm not having trouble anymore. Don't listen to me. Don't pay attention to me. Enough from the clown. I'm, I, 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 did you go to ESPN this morning.com to see what isn't there to talk about? No, I didn't. Mm -hmm. So Rocky's outfielder. Uh, I did hear that DeAndre Jordan and uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, I think Spencer Dinwiddie has the symptoms. DeAndre Jordan uh, tested positive. Both of them have vowed out for the restart of the season. Ian Desmond opting out, citing high risk amid pandemic. Oh, boy. So I guess ESPN has a story out right now. Here's what really happened the week of LeBron's decision. Really? Really. Hmm. Well, that came out yesterday, and it's good old Brian Winhorst. I have a feeling I know most of what happened. Because I know some things that didn't really get, let's just say, published. Like, everybody has different stories. He, sure. He knew. He knew well in advance. Of course he did. I called if any it. of these stories are about he was still figuring it out the day before, it's, it's, it's horseman away. His mom had bought a house like two days before the decision or something. A friend of mine, which is a realtor, he called me and goes, LeBron's coming. I go, are you sure? So, and he goes, his mom just bought a house. So think about how many weeks before you had to go look for the house to get everything in order mm -hmm. to buy the house. Mm -hmm. So remember when I tell you, and I've always said the story that my source came to me, it, it was before. Stephen did it three weeks before. I said... I think it was four days before Stephen A. Smith said something. I said, "I said it December twenty fourth, two thousand nine. No, you, no, I did it. I did it on a live show. I was doing those UStream shows back then, before me and you got together, and I was doing those live shows. And right before we signed off, because it was a Christmas Eve show, I said LeBron will be signing here in the off season. And everybody looked at me like I was crazy. I go, "I said it here first. I said it well, on tape." You, you took it was, it was a prediction of sorts. I oh, didn't, of tell you, I didn't go a prediction. Somebody who knew told me he was coming. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't allowed to say who the person was. So it just sounded like I was just doing something nice. I said to people, listen, um, I told my friends. I said it on a radio show. I said, I have reason to believe that LeBron's coming to Miami. For real, not speculative here. Like, there's concrete evidence that he's coming. What well, really is it? Like, I, I'm not, first of all, source is not getting outed. Second of all, it's not that important. Let's wait and see what comes out of it. Oh, then it's not true. I'm just telling you, this is what's going to happen. I went. 
I think the only thing I got wrong with the prediction um, was in the order that it all went. Mm-hmm. You know how that ended up happening? I think what ended up happening is like he makes his decision, but I think Bosch had to. Bosch was first. Bosch was first. Mm-hmm. So I knew that what needed to happen was that. Like the other way around, that he wouldn't have been able to come. So it needed to be that he came first. And and that he wasn't detailed about. But this is a person, I'm not going to lie to you, a person in the know. I'll never say who it is. But the, there aren't too many people above his pay grade, period, in that scope. So that's why I didn't out it. That's why, I, and I kept it, and I, I documented it. I said, this is what it is. I told my friends. And when it happened, they looked at me. They go, how the hell did you know? <laughs> I told you guys. That's why when Danny would make fun of me, mm. the whole Bobby Valentine thing, it was one that went wrong. You know? Bobby Valentine to the Marlins. The other one that was supposed to happen that I think I got wrong was the Gruden. The Gruden was all but reported, but everybody reported Gruden. I didn't, you know. To Miami, you mean? Yeah. It fell apart when he couldn't get his brother out. Mm. And, the, and then at later, it was like, oh, that was just all rumors. No, that really wasn't all rumors. There was more was traction happening. to it. Oh, my God. I it was, was close. It I, thought, I thought it was. I was in the, in the notion that it was a lot of rumors mm. and a lot of Twitter speculation and stuff like that. Oh, no. Because uh, one of those, some, somebody posts something on Twitter, all of a sudden everybody runs with it and everybody starts photoshopping their, the, the, the shirts and have the U and stuff like that. So I thought it was a lot of Twitter mumbo jumbo. Oh, no, no. The job he wanted for his brother was a million a year. Mine was like, no, no, no. And then there was a guarantee he was going to coach a certain amount of time that his brother would take over. He was like, no, 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 no. He said, no chance. We can't have that. And then that's how come it never materialized. It wasn't official. In terms, it's like, okay, we can do this. Here, it, was a, it was a deal breaker. Mm. Come back on the other side. You're listening to Sirius XM Slam Radio, Channel 145. Good morning, amigo. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs? You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs. And they're hanging out. 
talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. This is Jorge Gamebred Masvidal, and you're listening to Slam Radio. We are back. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Here we go. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. got to go to at this point There's replays and stuff that happened in a few weeks it'll all be back to normal won't it <laughs> ay, 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 ay. the national football league players association tells the agents to inform players of the virus Risk. Weren't we supposed to be preaching that already for a while? Why is this all of a sudden not warn them? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm a little confused. They're not warned about it yet. <clears throat> so it's a letter. <clears throat> 
people who have uh, different risks towards getting COVID. Chronic kidney disease. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Immunocompromised state from solid organ transplant. Obesity, serious heart condition, sickle cell disease, type 2 diabetes. Well, at least they're telling us what, you know. Those are the people more jeopardy to get it? Yeah, they're more likely. Hmm. Did you know that? No, I did not. I mean, um, I had started hearing about the obesity one um, just because it's anything that really affects the respiratory system and you know um obese uh people have difficult breathing because they're not it's not as easy as when you're healthy um but i don't know about all the other ones the sickle cell and all that i had no idea about it do you know that your blood type i heard something affects about, that about your susceptibility susceptibility sorry about that towards getting covid i heard something about that the other day and i was like how much can that really what blood type are you i can't remember Oh, actually, I have it written down here. Hold on, I'll look it up. Okay, look it up. I know what I am, and it puts a smile on my face. Because you're not that one. Read the article. <laughs> What's your blood type? Hold on, I'm looking it up. Wow, it's that deep? Because I have it, I have it written down somewhere in my health app. Yeah, well, if you're my brother, it should be the same as mine. Let's see. I'm going to have to text my mama. Oh, my gosh, you don't know it? I don't know it. Really? Which one's yours? I'm not telling you until you tell me yours. All right, hold on. Give me five minutes and I'll get it. Ah. I'll call her. I'm not no, even... no, I'll no. I'll call her. You're going to call her real quick? I'll call her. I'll call, call her. her right now. You can go offline. All right. Are you listening to the show? Yes, I'm listening. All right, so I won't say anything. But they did do some sort of... Uh, the New England Journal of Medicine researchers studied 1,600 COVID... 1,610 COVID positive patients with respiratory failure. And it seems like certain blood types are more prone to get that than others. These participants were spread throughout seven hospitals in the Italian and Spanish epicenters of the pandemic. They were defined as having severe respiratory disease. Those patients were compared to approximately 2,000 healthy individuals. Um, there's no... It's not rock solid, Frank, but it did offer a smile to my face. There I won't lie. And it's been all over the news, too. I'm surprised you didn't. UK, you're Mr. News, dude. Like, you pick up all these stories. And I heard the youth bring it up or something like that, but I didn't necessarily. That's funny that the youth brought it up because I came home saying it yesterday. Of course, the, the wife was like, you're crazy. I'm like, no, this is what I'm hearing. So you don't know what your blood type is? Yes, and it was what I thought it was. I just didn't want to say because I wasn't what sure. What is it? O negative. Okay, so you, you, I'm O positive. O's are much less likely to get Woo! <laughs> According to this report. I don't know. You take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> are O's like rare blood types or something like that? I don't that? know if they're rare. I don't know enough about blood. I Maybe that's the pitch that I get every time I go to one of the blood banks. You have the rarest blood. I'm it, like, nice, and I'm going to keep it. If you notice, I get I start to become uneasy around the word. Blood? Yeah. Do you know that I have a hard time with you it? You told me the other day that you have a hard time with blood. I told you I have a hard time with people throwing up in front of me. I have a difficult time with both. I can do the other one. Because God knows I've had to nurse friends that have drank themselves to oblivion. Can't see it, can't smell it. 
I will not be the person to hold your hair back. Well, you've while said you're that. you're praying to the porcelain you've gods. You've said that before. I will, I'll be the one rubbing on the back a little bit. All right, all right, because I know that there's a lonely feeling to the puke. Uh, I can withstand that. And you're bleeding, bro. We're going to have a problem because I'm running the other way if I make it. Because the bigger problem is, is you usually hear the sound of a deflating balloon, something like, and then you hear kerplunk. And that is usually the sounds that kind of you can attribute to me passing out cold <laughs> to the side of blood. Yes. Not good at it. <laughs> Not good at it at all. Um, at this point, Frank, I don't even know what to say. I've been saying that for weeks. Um, I'm troubled with the notion of what we're dealing with as far as reporting is concerned. I don't want to get into a panic mode because a lot of what I feel is going on are people that are just testing positive. Mm -hmm. It was interesting. Pitt said something yesterday on the broadcast, right? So the only numbers I get in reported is people who are recovering from it. So there are conflicting reports. I've heard some people say that if you get it and then you get tested again and you get it, it's a separate case. Um, hope that's not true. It would explain some stuff. But then again, how many people really get it twice? But then again, what if you get it and then you know you're supposed to test twice? Like, I think Frank, not you, Frank, Francis Suarez, the mayor of City of Miami, when he took it again, he failed it the first time. Would that count as a separate case? Or I think there's something that's marked off. I would think it's not a separate case. I don't We're pretty smart not to, not to count it that way, I would think. <sighs> Lakers finalizing a deal with J.R. Smith. Why? So LeBron can have somebody to yell at. Why? Why would he do that to himself? Because LeBron always needs somebody to yell at on the team. And oh, why would J.R. Smith allow himself to be that guy? Mario Chalmers. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith did it to himself by calling timeout. Oh, man. I'm not sure they would have won that series anyway, but dear God, they, they were in a spot. How did he get... Who did he bamboozle to get... This. He got lucky. Avery Bradley, who opted out of the season restart last week, made it made it possible. Unbelievable. Smith and the Lakers working through details. Um, apparently, there's no problems, so it looks like he's going to get signed. He hasn't played since November 2018. J.R. Smith hasn't. Sorry, Mama just called me. Apparently, you and I are actual brothers. I'm O positive. O My brother's positive. O negative. What? Look at that. Funny how before you told me, I said, I go, well, it, it better be mine because we're supposedly brothers. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we are brothers, confirmed. There you go. Although being brothers doesn't solidify the same no, blood type. Whatever. <laughs> it's my excuse of saying we're, all positive we're blood brothers. brothers, bro. We're all positive brothers. We're blood brothers, bro. Yeah. J.R. Smith, why? I'm not sure. Okay, but that's what they want. They're good. Um... Apparently, Trevor Ariza having no part of the season. So the uh, the Portland Trailblazers plan to sign Jalen Adams to substitute him. Uh, he's a G League MVP runner-up this year with the Wisconsin Herd. Played 33 games, put up 21 and a half, five boards, six dimes. Ariza wanted no part of the Orlando version of the season and... Instead, he committed to a one-month visitation window with his son. That makes sense. Sort of. Right? 
I, I, I think that makes sense. For I mean, the Blazers, are they on the outside looking in? Are they locked? I think if they were locked, he'd do it. Where are they right now? I, I, I'm actually not looking at it. I'm sorry. Let's go. I'll find it. But the Blazers are, I got to think, in the thick, right? They're in the ninth, ninth seed. So they've got to play to play in somewhat. Um, and they are within the four games. So, like, let's say for whatever reason, like, it ended today. Um, they would have the opportunity to play in to try to make it into the playoffs. Yeah. By a half game, but they would. They're tied with the Pelicans and the Kings. And I don't know, Frank. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed about that. He still has a season to decide, but I got it. The situation allows him to make that decision, and no one can question him, right? Right. Plus, who wouldn't want to be a month with their son? Than playing some inconsequential minutes on a team that's not going to advance. It's just weird. I got it. I see what I got it. I'm there. Um, you know, as you scour the 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 waiver wire, uh, you see that there's some changes being done. Um, but a lot of the changes are people opting out of playing in their seasons, and in baseball, no different. Um, you know. Out of Arizona, Mike Leake opts out of playing the 2020 baseball season. The right-handers opting out, according to his agent, um, making him the first big league player to opt out of this. But I think we're going to see a lot more. He was scheduled to make 16 mil for a full season this year. Uh, he'll be a free agent next year. Hmm. That's that. He would have made $5.55 million in the prorated nonsense. Um, I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> he made it easy for the team to not have to uh, decide whether they're going to take a club option for the $18 million. He just opts out. Okay. So there you have it. I, do you understand that? I think I do. I, I don't necessarily understand. I, I mean... <sighs> Contract talks. Nothing that I'm really necessarily... No, but what I'm saying is, is would you opt out of playing because of COVID? Uh, depending on how the season's going with my team, then, yeah, if... if yeah, if it depends on how it goes. If my team has a legitimate shot for a, for a championship, then I don't know if I'd actually opt out. But if I'm kind of on the outside in and it's not necessarily sure what's going on, even if I made the playoffs, do we have a legitimate chance of making a playoff push, of making a championship push? That, that would weigh into my options. Washington Nationals have two players that did the same thing. Ryan Zimmerman, first baseman, and pitcher Joe Ross, opting out of the 2020 season for personal health and safety of themselves and their loved ones. Baseball, I understand it even more because baseball doesn't necessarily have a bubble uh, scenario we, like we mentioned yesterday. Well, Zimmerman has a three-week-old baby. so And there you go. That, go, that would play a factor in it. Like there's a party that's going on this weekend that some people are trying to get me to go to, and I told them, I was like, listen, I have a six-month-old. I'm not going anywhere. Have fun. His mom has MS. Yeah, that's not going to happen. He's not playing. Understood. My cousin has MS, and she was told to stay indoors, don't even go outside, pretty much. So she's been locked up inside of her house for three months. Not sure the reason for Ross. Um, Ross just decided it wasn't safe for him. But, you know, the, the only, that's really the Ross reasons. That, I mean... Zimmerman's the kind of guy that you figure he would lace him up. So that there's two very solid reasons why he's like, you know what? You know, can't do that. So. Right. Um, 
So, I mean, you see it, and you're going to start seeing and hearing more and more of it. Is that putting an asterisk towards these seasons already? I mean, more so than it already has. Mm, I don't know if it puts it more so, but I think the 60s enough already to put the asterisk that you look at it and you're like, all right, this was uh, this was one of those seasons that you're like, oh, all right, whatever. So the Blue Jays are close to winning an approval to be able to play in Toronto amid the coronavirus pandemic, according to the Premier of Ontario. Uh, Doug Ford said, my God, I haven't heard that Doug Ford name. Isn't that that Doug Ford guy who's kind of crazy? Look up Doug Ford. He's a big heavyset guy. Is that the guy I'm thinking he is? Said city, provincial, and federal authorities kind of gave their approval, end quote, but the Toronto Blue Jays are waiting for a letter of support from the federal government. He's a Canadian businessman. I think that's the guy you're talking about. Rob Ford is the bigger one. That's the guy I'm getting confused with. Rob Ford is Thank you. Thank you for clearing me up. I knew I wasn't going bananas. Which is his brother. Oh, there you go. So there's a relationship. His brother's a politician. That's crazy. So it looks like um, San Francisco Giants prospect Hunter Bishop tests positive for coronavirus. Um, he's got mild symptoms, a 22-year-old. He would have made the club for this shortened season. Um, Shouldn't some of these teams have already been testing their athletes instead of it just being a surprise now all of a sudden that everybody's coming out positive? I'm thinking, yeah, but maybe they were instructed not to. It's very possible they were instructed not to. Yonis Cespedes is going to be DHing for the Mets. This is the stuff we got here. Like, uh, I um, because we're pushing the. Oh, that's right. That see, look, you, I just had a brain fart. So designated hitter now for both leagues. So there's no more pitcher hitting. Yeah, that's correct. Pitchers don't hit this year. Well, I don't want to hear your thoughts on this. I'm gonna just say this. You know how the NBA is considering allowing some of the players to change their name on the back to represent some of the victims. I'm hearing that this might be a possibility. Okay. So I would be careful if I was the NBA because I, I think what you have to allow is certain things on a jersey that would represent uh, homage, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, I think the uniform rules is everybody has to have it. You know, so the way you circumvent it is if you have them put it in the name. The issue I have with the name is... I actually don't. <laughs> we goof off with those damn uniforms all the time. I just, I would, I would hope that they're careful with that, because I, I agree. I think that those, I think it's, it's well intentioned, and but I don't think that there's a problem with it. I don't think anybody should be offended by it. I don't, I don't, I don't see as anybody getting offended to it. But I see as uniform something sacred that needs to be That's classified some to some, to, so that one person. That's the same reason why I don't agree with putting um, advertisements on the front of a jersey. Now the NBA is doing it on the corner of the sleeve. Uh, soccer does it all the time. That's how the soccer jerseys are made. I don't agree with anything like that. I, agree, I think that, th- that those should be sacred. Those belong to the players, and that's the identity of that player on the court. Same way that you take a driver's license on when you're in a car. That's kind of the same exact thing. That's how I see it. Understood. 
So that's because there's people that go to games. I mean, now it's not gonna matter, but there's people that go to the games all the time that don't necessarily know certain players and like maybe youngsters and stuff. Like my dad makes the argument for for the Yankees and for like the for the Giants that home teams shouldn't have a jer- the name on the back of their jersey because if you are a true fan, then you should know who those players are. And I am in agreement with that, but there's not everybody goes to the game and knows who you're talking about. So you're kind of putting those people that maybe have gone for the first time or maybe that are visiting or something like that. It's kind of in a position that they don't know who they're looking at. I like the way it is now. It's a team choice. I love the way it is now. It's a team choice. Mm -hmm. So the Yankees and the Giants don't put a name on the back. Home. Home, right. Away. Away, the Yankees don't. Because they should. No, the Yankees still don't. Right. But I like that they do it away or the Giants put it away. Because then that way it looks like, all right, we, you don't know us, so we're going to tell you who we are. That's probably more right about that than any of us. He had a great theory to that day. It also but, differentiates who the home team is and who the away team is. He's like, if, that's, if you're a fan of that team and they're the home team, you shouldn't have to have that's a jersey. That's a great point. Or a name, I should say. Yeah, you should know a, by the number and by the body. I mean, my roof for a team doesn't put the name on the back, whether it's home or away. So... You know, and, and I, oh, it's not about the name. It's about the team. I, I say every cliche in the book. I okay, got. Randy Shannon. You know, but I think most sports, you need to have the name on the back. Uh, why do I feel it's okay with the Yankees? I think you may have expressed why I like it. I think I like more the idea of it differentiating um, than anything else. And I think the team should have that option. I think teams should actually be made <laughs> to put the name on the back when they're on the road. Like I wasn't even forced the Yankees to do it. I wasn't even a fan of the of the nicknames that they did a few years Horrible. back, like the Birdman that they put Birdman on that. I bought my wife a jersey because she was super fan girl about uh, about uh, about Chris Anderson, but I wasn't a fan of putting the King on the back of the jersey and Flash and all that, whatever they put. We got uh, Shuttlesworth for Anthony on that one. Mm-hmm. We outgrew that one really quick. <laughs> it was a beautiful jersey too. Um, the white one? Yeah. yeah yes, cool. that's why I got my girl. Gorgeous. White Birdman. It's 34. But, uh, so, yeah, these are um, these are just things, Frank, that I, I guess where I'm concerned, I guess where I'm more concerned, I should say, is not so much about whether they're wearing a name in the front or the back. Um, where I'm most concerned is how that starts to affect how we view the game. If you understand what It's going to be too much of a distraction? I, I keep it simple. That's why I'm fine with the little message on the shoe. You only kind of see it on the shoe around. You know, they'll zoom in on it. They'll take a picture of it. They'll put it on social media. And you know the message is there, and, and it's, it's cool. Maybe the warm-up shirt. You can put a warm-up shirt because, like, they do all the time, or the, um, like when Trayvon Martin's scenario happened and all that. But to put a name on the back of the jersey while game is playing, it, you're right. Too much of a distraction. There's no reason. There's a lot going on there. You There's no think? reason for it. I mean, a lot going on. So it just, I don't know. A little fuddy-duddy when it comes to that stuff. I apologize. Plus, like, like you also set it up for, for mockery, like, publicly. You know, you know how you know how people are. You'd be like, "Oh, found George Floyd," and you don't want that to come across, and that's going to be super insensitive. Ron Swoboda turned seventy-six today. Happy birthday to Ron Swoboda, former Mets outfielder, made an amazing play in the amazing nineteen sixty-nine World Series with the amazing New York Metropolitans. Actor Ken Olin turned sixty-six today. David Allen Greer turned sixty-four from *In Living Color*. 
Vincent D'Onofrio, American actor from Full Metal Jacket, Private Pile, if you remember. Uh, he was born in New York City 61 years ago today. Happy birthday to you, Vincent D'Onofrio. You can also see him now, I guess, on those Law and Orders. The movie he's on. Is that the brother of old Miami Hurricanes offensive coordinator? I don't know. The defensive coordinator? Mark I don't think so. <laughs> Tony Fernandez, who passed away recently, would have turned 58 today. Wow. So uh, Mitch Richmond, I met him in New York. Turns 55 today. Mike Tyson turns 54. Yeah, I don't know if you knew it was Mike Tyson's birthday today. No, but I don't know he was 54 either. Yeah, 54. He's older than me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there's no big deal birthdays after that, I don't think. Yeah, everybody else is whatever. No big deal. Anything huge happen in sports? I guess. I mean, what kind of events could possibly be important to happen? On this day, nothing really big. The King and I closes Broadway after, I don't know what, how many years, 25 years ago today. Pedro Gonzalez hit 15 home runs in June on this day in 1985. 1988, Brooklyn de dedicates a bus depot honoring Jackie Gleason. I'm sure you like that. Mm. But you don't even know who Jackie Gleason is. I know there's a theater named after him. Yeah. The Honeymooners. Mm -hmm. On this day, 26 years ago, pre-trial hearings started in L.A. for the O.J. Simpson trial. 25 years ago, Eddie Murray gets his 3,000th hit. Yeah, nothing big. No big deals here, Frank. Seems like June is an uneventful month. It's just baseball. That's why. There you have it. On your side, we'll keep it continue. It's supposed to be just baseball. Is, of course. It's nothing right now. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM, Slam Radio, Channel 145. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Final hour of the program here. Sirius XM, Slam Radio, Channel 145. You're listening to Good Morning, Amigo. Can I ask you a question? Have there been two Ronaldos, or is it the same Ronaldo that's the Ronaldo? There was a Ronaldo. And a Rolandinho. And a Rolandinho. But a Ro the Ronaldo that we see today that all the girls love. No, that's a different Ronaldo. So there's been three, actually. So the Ronaldo that I'm looking at here who says it's 43 years old is not the Ronaldo. That guy's not the same Ronaldo. No, I believe that's the Brazilian Ronaldo. That's the Brazilian Ronaldo, yes. Okay. I was just wondering. Just thinking out loud. I'm sorry. Yeah, when you've got a scour here to find stuff to talk about, you know you got problems. So um, just a, kind of a, a programming note. So we are, um, we are going to probably, tomorrow we'll be here. Mm -hmm. Thursday might be a best of show. I think Frank and I are going to go on one of those uh, 
one of those motivational seminars that once in a while you have to have at work. Team building. Team building exercise. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I think. I think that's what we're going to be engaging in Thursday. All right. Don't you agree? It looks like we're in the clear, though, by the way. So do you know who uh, who sent me a congratulations and a keep up the good work? Who did? When I tell you this, you're just going to laugh. TJ Holmes. No. <laughs> Shot big. Uncle Luke. Nah, no way. <laughs> oh, that's now because he woke up on the right side of the bed. And he likes ah, that's now. what I told, I told last night. I go, bro, it depends if he's mad at me or not. He gets mad at me, and then he goes off on me, and then he comes down, and he laughs at me. I'm like, I can't figure it out with him. Because right now, you're good. Right now, I'm okay. <laughs> he is the man, kind of. I mean, and I know, I know. In other circles, he's not the man, but he, he kind of is the man. Yeah, yeah, he's the man. He's kind of the man. Like, just. I love in the Zoom call yesterday when we zoomed in, he had the background of Pitbull when he was like 15 years old. That was spectacular. Yeah. He took I took, time a, to I do took that. a screenshot of it immediately. I'm like, oh my God, look at this. <laughs> Pitbull was laughing so hard. That was great. Oh, man. So, yeah, we're going to have a team building day. Frank and I have never done that. So we're going to go build team camaraderie. Going to take the entire staff of Stellan Radio. Right? The entire staff. Except the program director and the technical director. No, the entire staff on payroll. On payroll, that's what it is, yes. Yes. <sighs> so yeah, we're gonna do that. Since obviously I don't I don't foresee that between now and Thursday, we're gonna have incrementally a whole lot of crap to talk about. No, so I think we'll be all right. Anyway. Um on this day, nineteen ninety two, the first paid bathrooms in the United States opened. It was twenty five cent pay your Take a whiz. Coney Island, right? New York City, yeah, I believe it was Coney Island. From my memory, I thought it was Coney Island, but it says New York City. Because so. I know Coney Island has those bathrooms over there. Mm -hmm. I know because my wife went to the bathroom, came out, she's like, Do you have a quarter? There you go. I'm like, For what? She's like, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's free. No, it's not. In Europe, you got to pay. So you would think June 30th, right? It's the halfway point. Wow, it is. Halfway through the year? We're already halfway through the year. Halfway through the year. Yeah, uh, I like to reset, though, because this year has sucked. This year sucks balls. Yes. Yeah. We've had some good moments this year, though. Really? Radio Row. Our, our moments. I said we. 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 You, me, we. Volleyball Francais. But yeah, but 2020 has sucked. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. You don't think? <laughs> yeah. So I just said it. Like, it's really bad. I don't even know when it's going to get better. Like, there's a lot of numbers that are keep going up on the news, but then you look at the deaths, and the death tolls are down, so it's it starts raising questions on what's going on. This weekend, 4th of July weekend, there's a lot of beaches that are going to be closed, not only in Miami-Dade County, but also in Broward and in, um, in Monroe co County. So they're obviously trying to get people to stay away from the beach because, like I had told you, you, ca you have to— you, ha you can't leave people responsible for trying to make the right decision because they're not going to make the right decision. How many get-togethers have you seen? How many people gatherings have you seen? How many, how many groups of people have you seen? And you're like, yeah, it doesn't look right. And it still continues to happen. 
Some friends are trying to plan a big party this weekend. For sure there's 50-plus people showing up. And those are supposed to be banned this weekend. So I'm getting word um, we, we, we have to have an offline conversation about the remainder of the week okay. and our work schedule. See how my voice changes into official mode? Yes, sir, Mr. You understand that once that voice comes out, then you know there's a problem. Yes, sir, Mr. McMahon. Things are getting very, very official when my voice changes. Stay tuned for programming details. All right. You like all the room you have in your table now? I really enjoy this. I like how spread out everything is. Um, still... You know, all the microphones and everything. I mean, I, I requested that. But in hindsight, probably, should, you know, the ones that are more mobile might have worked. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a picky little guy. Sometimes. This looks more legit. You put mobile microphones and people don't necessarily look at you serious. Like, I think yesterday, what part of the what made the deal official official is they show up. We have banners of serious radio all over the place, slam radio. Pandora Radio, there's mic flags on there. Like, we look like in a legit radio station. Yeah. If we had mobile microphones, it wouldn't look like a legit station. It just looks like, oh, look, these guys have a table, and they put together some microphones so they can record some podcasts. I guess you're right. Not the case. Not necessarily the case, correct. Boy, that post I put up with from Publix, boy, I got a lot of dumbass traction from that post. <laughs> Strange as that. So, you know, it's funny. You know the broadcast we did yesterday? So, you know that one of the people who was selected... So, I can't even make this up, Frank. One of the people that was selected that asked Pitbull a question... Mm -hmm. um, I kid you not. Follows me. Really? Follows me. Absolutely. Well, then, Rena. Rena got her own question. Well, Rena right got on her own platform. question. And yes, she did. Definitely not Rena. No siree, Bob. Yeah, it was one of those Pitbull fans. Because remember, a lot of those Pitbull fans, they also follow the station and mm -hmm. follow me. So I was, I was like, when I saw she posted it, it came up on my timeline. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the lady that came out asking big questions. Funny. Yes. Just, 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 just. Um, with all these restrictions coming down, do you think Florida ends up closing beaches at some point? Well, they're doing it this weekend. Do you think they extend that? A little concerned about my time off. I won't lie to you. Well, they said that they said that we're going to be opening up all the beaches uh, as of Tuesday, so like not even Monday. So they said they were going to reopen them as of Tuesday because I figured they figured that people are going to take that long weekend and wrap it around to the Monday as well. So then they're just going to make it until Tuesday to make sure nobody goes out to the beaches. Um, I guess they think that the beaches can remain open while there's people kind of working because there's not as many people out on the road, even though there's a lot of people home because I, we drove home a little late yesterday and I expected to be in about an hour of traffic and there was no traffic going. No, on. I noticed that. There I thought it was no just me. Traffic. So I thought and you go in a completely different direction than I do. And I thought it was just me. And it's like, OK, so I uh, there's a return. On, but we are not in full Miami mode. Mm. I know the school's not in, but it doesn't seem like we're in full no, Miami. Because even if the school wasn't in and we would have gotten typical summer traffic, like there was still would have been some traffic leading home. Like at one point or another, I, there would have been un, 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 un clase de tranque, let's just say, like a halt. 
There was no hole yesterday. Like, other than the construction on the turnpike heading south with a new little extension that they're doing, it, there was no traffic. There was no holdup. And that's that the, that the turnpike has gone down from, like, five to three lanes, and it was still smooth. So weird, right? Yeah, that's why, that's why yesterday driving home, I'm like, yeah, for sure we are not yet in full Miami mode. Like, there's still a lot of people home. There's still a lot of people working from home. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's odd that people are, are pro working home, but then as soon as they get the first things of, oh, you can't go out, those are the first people that are complaining. You think though? Like I, I know now in Miami Dade, you there's the bars aren't open anymore. So now the only way to get an alcoholic beverage is to go to a dinner table and get the alcoholic beverage. If you just think you're going to go walk up to an establishment, just go to the so bar and I, grab a drink. You can't grab I'll a drink. I'll tell you what, they're not allowing that. They and, even changed that, I think. I, I don't think the bars, I think, yeah, I, I read something. I thought that was out the door. Well, bars are closed. So they, the bars are closed. If your restaurant has a bar area, the bar area will be closed. But in order for you to get an alcoholic beverage at one of these restaurants, you must have a table and you must be sitting down for dinner. Or I guess you can just claim the table and I guess trying to make drinks out of it. But the restaurant's not going to necessarily be cool with that because that's money that you're taking from them. Correct. I don't know if you've ever been in the restaurant game, but each table has a a value a value to it. Correct. Yes. I learned that from bar or whatever. I I have not been in the game, but yes. Bar rescue. But yes. Just throwing it out there. Um, it really does interest me to see when we do return to normal, what methods, what norms change. There are going to be norms that change. I'm not talking about a mask either. Traffic patterns. Um, I don't think pat uh, traffic patterns are going to change as much. You don't? No. People are going to be working more out of their house. Uh, are they? I think people are going to be started going back to work little by little. Once we, once everything gets back to like that, that, that we're able to move, like let's say a phase three or phase four, you're going to see a lot more people back on the road, back on, um, back at, uh, back working from working from the office and stuff. On the weekends, you see it, like how many people are now hitting the road because all of a sudden now it went from. There's no traffic on the street, that there's very little cars. So now that there's actual congestion built up on parts around where I live. I just wonder. <laughs> like on the weekends, I definitely get back home and I go, the pandemic is over because of how many people are out on the road. During the week, it's the a week, little different. It's tough, but you know what's funny? But that's I, the I thing that I laugh trick. about. That's why I laugh about it, because the same people that are wanting to work from home are the same people that as soon as the weekend comes, they're the first one in the car ready to take off. You know what's really funny, though, Frank? I tried something new last weekend. So I had to get stuff we uh, cooked out for my mother-in-law for her birthday. And I was hounded all day about going to get the stuff from BJ's. I look up. says they're open until 10 o'clock. So that means they're probably open until 9. Who knows? I get my butt in my car around 7.30 and I go over there. There's not a soul in BJ's. When I tell you there's not a soul in BJ's. Closed and all, huh? There's not a soul in BJ's. Not a person. I walked through. I did whatever I wanted. I said, I think. I mean, you're getting to an age, right? Like, I mean, sometimes I have something to do on Saturdays. But for the most part... I can delay doing whatever that stuff is till 7 o'clock on a Saturday if it's going to be empty. Mm -hmm. 
dude, it was a walk in Paris. So then what happens? I'd been meaning to go to like a Home Depot or something. And I look across the way and I see Lowe's. Let me go see Lowe's. Let's see what's up with Lowe's. Flat out. I go to Lowe's. I pick up everything that I need. And in less time than I would have taken to go to one place, I went to two places. That's where I've noticed the difference. You, people aren't going to restaurants. People aren't, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, um, that is not back to normal. Well, I went to go pick up food yesterday, and there were more people there picking up food to go than there were sitting down to eat. It's going to be a while for that. It's going to be... It's going to be a minute like you uh, you young bucks say nowadays. It's going to be a bit. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's bad or good. Do you? Home-cooked meals have been outstanding. Like, when you're roughing it and you go make turkey burgers that are inexpensive, delicious. Yeah, but every once in a while you want to go out to eat. Yesterday I went to go get something to eat, and it's a Mexican place, so I usually go get my little salsas and stuff like that. There's no ability to get those salsas anymore. Now you have to ask the employees to go ahead and get you whatever you want. But, like, my wife, my wife's a very picky person. So, like, her pico de gallo that I get her, she likes very minimal tomatoes and stuff, and she likes more of the liquid. She likes to soak her, her chip. She's not a tomato eater. So, asking for that like that, they're looking at me like, I can't do that. I'm like, all right, just give me the tomatoes. So, then I ended up taking some of mine, taking her tomatoes out and giving her my juice just to try to equal it out. But that's just one, that's just one type of salsa. Like, I still have the pineapple salsa to grab and all these other salsas. And now they just haven't made it. It's, it sucks because now since we can't share spoons and stuff like that, you're not going to put a, a buffet-style salsa picking line. doesn't work out too well for you. Buffet's out the door. I love myself. I have not. I've had zero desire to go eat. Zero. Don't get me wrong. I'll pick up and eat in my house. Mm -hmm. But to go sit down and eat? No, bro. I'm not interested. Isn't I'm not interested weird? to go I'm to the restaurant interested. at all. No, I'm not. I'm not interested. It's going to be a long time before I see myself going to a restaurant. And I had told you that from the beginning. I'm like, no, I'm not interested in going to the restaurant. I'm so not interested in that. It is not in my scope right now. Come back from break. Um, you know, the truth is sports is indeed coming back. Um, in a month. Can you go with me here, bro? I understand. I know you're upset. Yeah, I'm trying to lighten things up here, and you're like, you're throwing. I mean, players report tomorrow for baseball. Pitchers and catchers report. I didn't think I'd say that ever in July. <laughs> Pitchers and catchers report. What? What in the world has this world come to? Right, Lauren. On the other side, we'll keep it continue. Remember, eleven o'clock. The youth, best show on the station. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Keep it continue. So, so you like see, Sirius XM, Slam Radio, one four five. I can't put I can't put in the one and only in there. You get your wish. <laughs> you don't like the one and only, do you? You hate it. You have no. never gotten it yet. It's cheesy. It's a little cheesy. You're the one and only. <laughs> Come back from break on the other side. You're listening to Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Good morning, Amigo. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. 
A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Hello, this is Michael, the playmaker Irving, three-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys, and I am an NFL Hall of Famer. Trust me, you're listening to the best. Slam Radio. Good morning to you. Get the hell up. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. tomorrow we will be off Thursday we will be off on Friday just so you know <laughs> oh that's why Thursday was a better day correct so uh, just letting the listener or two know <laughs> so they know I'm excited. Are you? Yeah. Weeza going fishing on Thursday. Weeza casting some lines on Thursday. I'm not a real expert at that, but I can hold my own. Have you fished before? I went fishing a couple weekends ago. Oh, so then I'm the one. Uh... <laughs> and I got, and man, the last three times before I went the last time, I hadn't caught a single thing. And I was really, like, I was going to say, this is my last time. I'm going to give up if I don't catch anything. And I, that's when I ended up catching, like, the seven groupers and the one the lionfish or whatever and it was that I caught. Oh, there were grunts, grunts. I can't wait. So you want to know what I'm worried about? What? Oh, God. <laughs> Not knowing how to hook your bait? Well, I don't know how to hook bait. You guys have to do all the shit for me. I'm I hope sorry. Ricky has una varita to lend me. Um, SPF 50, bro. Oh, come on. Oh, I don't want to get burned. I don't like the burns you get on your boats. So you don't have no long sleeve, like, dry fish? I'm shirt? going to go that route for sure. You have to go that route. For sure. You have to go that route. You have but to get then the problem hat. is I'm going to get, I believe I have something that's very commonly used for this. But I worry about this. So I'm not going to wear a necklace. But I worry about the neck area being very exposed. Well, if your dry fit is up here and you have your straw hat, you should be fine with your neck. You think so? Yeah, I think so. This is very interesting. I'm going to SPF the neck, though, just in case. Uh, I did that when I went, and it worked. I'm gonna SPF. I left chain on and everything, and I didn't even have a chain marker or nothing like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I won't go chain, but I'm going to SPF the neck for sure. Yeah. I'm excited. On a boat. Should be fun. You excited? I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going very fishing. Very excited. Yeah, I'm going fishing. Yeah. Fishing with the boys. Fishing with the boys. So what are you worried about, man? Just that's it? Just the sun? That's all you're worried about? So you're soft. I'm not the best swimmer in the world. Oh, come on, man. I'm really not. <laughs> Bro. But I've never fallen. On aren't you like half Cuban and half Dominican? I am not a very good swimmer. Aren't you half Cuban? I'm not a very good swimmer. Just so you know. I don't need to Both wear a Both of life your boat. countries are surrounded by life water. Best. I'm not it's I'm not Dwight here. I'm not Michael from the office. I'm not gonna need to do that. 
But just be cognizant of the fact that I am not a good swimmer. Should That's the only this? problem. Should we test this? Test what? Let's see how good of a swimmer you are. No, don't get me wrong. Hold on a second. I can swim. I know how to swim. It's I'm not an Olympic swimmer. When I say I'm not a very good swimmer, it's... I can swim. Do you doggy paddle? Dude, I can swim. Oh. I don't have an issue with swimming. I'm not going to drown if I fall overboard. I don't, I don't think at least. Mm -hmm. I'm just not a big open water swimmer. Is that why you went into the Air Force and not the Navy? Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I didn't expect that to be the right answer. Uh, yeah, boats aren't my thing. I love boats. I love them, but... I love to chill and let the breeze hit your hair. I don't have hair anymore, but it doesn't matter. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. When was the last time you went out fishing? Fishing or on a boat? Uh, either or, both. A boat was a few years ago. Fishing? When was the last time you went fishing off a boat? No, no, fishing on a boat is the one we have to ask. It's Well, you know what I mean. It's been a minute. On a boat. Off a boat. It's been a minute. It's been... When you fish off the boat? 15 years. Hang on, hold on. I know you're fishing on the boat, but don't you fish off the boat? Yes, you do, honey bun. Mister, you're going you're gonna to get hung up on semantics. You. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, those are the only things that worry me. Being candid. With oh, my. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this now more than ever. So, but I'll be a little tentative on the boat is what I think will happen. No, we want like real million to come out. Oh, I'll be real million. I'm just gonna be real scared million. No, no, I won't be scared. I don't have a fear. I'm going with like two fear. professional fishermen. Hope you know this. Yes, that's why I'm not as fearful. You and I, you and I are the odd one out on this oh, scenario. Do this and do that. This should be interesting. I hope I'm not biting more than I can chew by doing this. I was worried the last time I went fishing, though, because, like, I'm not the best at putting bait on or whatever. I'm terrible. So I'll, I went on or whatever, right. and then I did it, and somebody's like, oh, can you help me? You look like you know what you're doing. And I'm like, yes. I look well, like I know what I'm doing. Well, the reason is, is the only bait I've ever done is, like, bass water fishing. Like, freshwater bass I've never fishing. done freshwater fishing. Um, That's what I've done, so it's a little different. Well, like aren't they gummy worms? Worm. Aren't they lures and lures stuff Lures like and the gummy worms. I used to do good with those gummy worms. Funny, nowadays I eat them instead of, they're not the same ones. Squid. You know what I mean? The squid. Yeah. Shiners, shiners are good. Life shiners, you just go through the belly, but you know it's not that deep when you're trolling for dolphin. I mean, you just simply you hook it on there and you just let her rip. Like mm -hmm. that. It's common sense. I'll be fine. It'll be like riding a bike. I can't wait. At least I'll have some sports in my life for a day. Goodness gracious! I'm thinking about taking up golf as much as I'm bad at. Let's go for it, bro. There's 18 right there next to your crib. It's actually yeah, one of the cheaper is. golf courses. Yeah, there really is. There's actually two right by your house. But don't you have to play with a mask on? Nope. You don't. You only have to have a mask on while you're around the country club. Once you get in, and then do you have to walk, or do you get a little cart? You get a cart, and now it's better than it was before COVID, because now you get your own golf cart. Wow, but everybody has to pay a rental for the cart, don't they? The rental is included into your fee, mm. into, the, into, the, into the round fee. So now instead of where uh, you get a foursome, a foursome gets four carts instead of one. Uh-huh. You ride around looking like a cart club. That's interesting. It's cool because, like, usually, you know, when you're riding with a duo and then you have to go to his ball first, you kind of have to wait till they make the selection of the clubs. You can so actually play quicker this way, you can't play you? quicker this way, right. So one person goes to their ball, the other person goes to the other ball. But everybody has their car in their bag, and so they go to their spots. That's it. 
congregate at the green. You can help each other look for balls. Like if somebody kind of hits it off course or whatever, now you have two sets of eyes on two sets of car on two carts looking for it instead of just being both of you there on the same cart going through the same plot of of area. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. So, pick up golf, man. Let's go. You think so? Yeah, I mean, you don't have your own golf clubs, I'm sure, because you you don't play golf, so you can rent. I the used golf to, club. but I got them from Goodwill. I've never bought a good set of. I've never bought a good set of sticks ever. Not my game. Fun. It's frustrating. It's the most frustrating fun sport I've ever I played in my playing. entire life. Oh, so you have played before? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just not good at it. You drive well? You drive well? I have a slice. Do you drive for sure or putt for dough? I drive for show. When I rip one, I can rip it pretty good. I used to putt well, but then everything in between sucked. So, my um, my pitching game is pretty good. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that's probably the strongest part of my pitching game. Anything, Terrible. anything inside 110 yards, Terrible. I'm pretty, I'm pretty dynamite. Terrible. On. I'll hit it. I'll hit people's houses. Terrible. A friend of mine showed me how to pitch. If I don't day drive onto the green. I have no prayer. Since that day that I was taught how to pitch, it's, it's, I've, 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 I've dominated it. Now I'm figuring out how to putt. Now it's getting a little better. I just have to figure out the strength. Um, but it just takes time, man. It's nothing that you can just pick overnight. That's something that you're going to have Those to go par for fives. a years. Those par fives kill me. Threes Frank, are my favorite. Frank, I, I played for like seven years. <laughs> oh. And I gave up because I got tired of sucking at golf. Mario said he hit a 92 the other day. See? I played seven years. I never broke 100. I broke 100. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's a problem. I'll give this one more chance because the back needs some twisting and stuff. I need to get moving. But I don't know, bro. I don't know. That game used to drive me crazy, Frank. For that, I get into bowling or something. Boring. You don't like bowling? Yeah. Playing golf in Florida is a pain in the ass. I, I, yeah, it's, it's hot. But I, I, I do like boring, but I figure that's one of those kinds of sports that once you get, like, once you find the sweet spot, it's just a matter of just twitch here and a twitch there. Golf, it's, 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 it's different no matter where you are on the golf course. There's always a different club you got to use, a different strength, different approach. There's so many different strategies mixed into the game of golf than, like, there would be for bowling. Bowling, you pretty much find your hook, you find the sweet spot on it, and you pretty much just get a letter rip. Yeah, I, um... I bowled for a long time. Bowling does get a little frustrating too, though. You played all the nerd sports. I got lettered in bowling. The sport <laughs> I lettered. It's the only sport I lettered in. I can't even make that up. Wow. Because thanks to you know the way Coral Park baseball went, I'm now in like their Hall of Fame because I'm like Sid Finch. The MPP. Was it somebody said I'm the best player, best baseball player to never play baseball at Coral Park? Wow. And a bunch of people. Yep. Like, they actually agree. Like, that was, I guess that's a solace. <laughs> but whatever it's worth. I miss playing baseball. That game I miss playing. I miss how it feels to hit a ball right on the sweet spot. That's why every, one, every year or so, I make sure to go at least play a game of softball, even if it's just messing around or whatever. Because that kind of just brings back the nostalgia of playing that game. I love the adrenaline of playing. I turned into a completely different animal on the, on the baseball field. An animal, huh? Animal. I saw an animal on the basketball court during our faculty seniors game. It's not that I'm. It's not that I'm Boston. No, no, there's a different type of animal. You're an animal. This huh? is a different type of animal. It's not that I'm Boston or anything, but like I'll definitely get more like control. Like I'll I'll start like, hey, shift over here, shift over there. Especially when I know that there's people that aren't familiar with it. It's different if we're squatted up with a, a, a group of people that all know what they're doing. 
But especially when you're trying to align defense and, like, trying to get them to go where you want them to go. Hey, remember, plays at first. Hey, there's two outs. Plays anywhere. You know, things like that. I'm the vocal one on the field. So why don't we do a slam radio softball team? Only we get a bunch of ringers. And you and me. I'll get Eddie Castro out of retirement. Go get Joey Somayan. Start getting my troopers that have won national championships and stuff. We're going to do it. we do it right. You're in charge of the ringers. Bring all the ringers in. You don't think? I, I'm in. I want to go play. I just want to go play. No, I want to win. I don't want to play. I want to win. I've even thought about going in one of these leagues and stuff like that. I don't have time to dedicate towards a league, go twice a week or anything like that. I don't Once a week. That. We're going to make a, a team and go play in a league and we'll go 15-0 and 0 and win. I'm in. Because I'm going to get a bunch of ringers. As long as they get to play first base. Bunch of ringers. I don't even care if I hit last. Just put me on first base. Bunch of ringers. CB, is CB continuing his baseball career or not? I don't think so. Better. We'll, conti- we'll continue it on the softball field. Then he's on the team. If he's, uh, he better play baseball. I'm going to beat his ass. If he doesn't try out for FIU, I think I'm going to get upset at him. I told him to at least try out. He told me he didn't have what it takes, but I told him to at least Oh, try my out. God. I'm about to get pissed off at him. I told him to try out. I told him if possibles can do it, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> The streak continues. <laughs> we almost went the show without one. <laughs> You're right, we did. I like him, but he deserves that for a little. Ah, it's he, fun. He puts that his high school isn't this one. Nope, exactly. Why well, I'm gonna so, take the shot? Whatever. I am. I like him. I love my coaches here at Slam. So I'm gonna get <laughs> Julio's back and Eric's back every time. No, nothing against puzzles. I just, but come on now, bro. You played your senior year at Slam. You can't deny it. You played at Slam. I don't care what your bio says. It was an H-E-A. Come on, man. Don't do that. Is daddy coach there? You can't do that. That's not nice. You're better than that, bro. I like you, Brian. You know that. It's my dude, bro. But come on. my dude. He's a great kid, bro. He's He's an amazing kid. But that threw me a curveball. No pun intended. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, coming up next, the youth. It is a scorcher in Miami. Been for two weeks now. It's going to continue. This Sahara dust has done a a number on us. You know, at least the windows are tinted up here, right, Frank? It's out here from our plush studios in the sixth floor. That way nobody's got the glare in their eyes. When I'm off like a dirty shirt. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.